This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm just really excited. <laughs> no, you're not, Ingrid. Yes, I I have a little announcement. Oh, you are excited. That's right. I'm I always forgot. excited, Scott. <laughs> There's this feature that I discovered. If you're listening on Spotify and if you're listening on iTunes, but it doesn't work as well on iTunes, in the description, we put little time markers for each day of the week. So if you want to go back and listen to a specific day, if you're on Spotify, if you just go in the description and expand it, you click on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it goes right to that day of the week in the podcast. So you don't have to like search through and try to find it. It takes you right to the top of the day. I mean, I do it all the time and it's so annoying and I was so excited to figure out that feature. Yay. On Apple, the feature doesn't work where you click on it, but there's still time markers. So if you want to go listen to Tuesday, you can just go to... You can manually go to that time. Yeah, but it'll be listed in the description so you can go find it very easily okay awesome awesome ingrid and you had another announcement we are changing some things so the website has been moved over everything is on the (laughs) the new theweeklytransit.com website (laughs) we've started moving over all the emails so if you want to be notified about what's happening in the forecast for the week make sure you're checking your spam folder for your email Mm -hmm. because there's just the transition of old email and a new email it should be coming from scott at the weekly transit um yeah just check your your spam and see if we're in there and also we are going to have some information living on the website which we're calling the forecast that's basically a mirror of what we talk about on the podcast every week but in written form and along with all of the visuals that scott creates for Looking at the planets and stars has got all the symbols on there and it goes along with the book that just came out. So, yes. so go buy the book, go look at the website to see the forecast, check your email. Ah, thank you, Ingrid. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. feel like we're starting a uh, town hall meeting or something. Like... I'm glad all the admin stuff is out of the way. Yes, yes. I have pumped myself up off of moon juice. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, I was feeling a bit under the weather, so I... You know, downed all the good stuff, vitamin C, ginger, cayenne, I don't know, oregano oil, some disgusting ass shit. Yeah, oregano oil. Ugh. Oh my God, it's horrible, <laughs> dude. I like gagged in the car yeah. when I was drinking it. Yeah. The girl sold me on it and I was like, I know it's good for me, but this is horrible. Mm. But yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Good. Feeling energized. Good. Awesome. Awesome. Did you have some stuff you wanted to share? I do. I do. I wanted to share some stuff. Some personal stuff? I mean, it's not personal. Oh, man, that's what I was hoping for. (laughs) I mean, in a way, 
it's personal because I feel like my business is personal. You know, it's like I'm a Scorpio. When I meet with clients, I merge with them. So this is like, it's my whole life. Your business is very personal. Mm-hmm. It's connecting with people. It's very, very Scorpio of you. All the secrets. Exactly. All the drama, all the gossip, all the problems. And my North Node is in Scorpio in the seventh house. So it's about relationships. It's about merging with people. And what's the seventh house? Marriage. Okay. Relationships. So merging. Okay. Yeah. The merging is the Scorpio. See, Ingrid, if you had bought the basics of astrology, <laughs> you would know all this because it clearly states that the seventh house is associated Scott. with the seventh sign, which is Libra. The eighth house is associated with the eighth sign, which is Scorpio. The house of death follows the house of marriage. Scott, don't be passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. Yes. Well, I, I want to see your basics of astrology. I want like your iPad in front of you at all times when we're doing our podcast here. Um, but I wanted to just, this is like an invitation. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm putting out an invitation to anyone I've ever done a reading for or anyone that's listening to this podcast and wants to work with me because I love doing the natal chart readings and the transits and, and the one-off sort of readings. Those are always fun for me, Uh, but I get my true enjoyment out of working with people on a consistent basis. And it was about six months ago, one of my clients asked me, do you know any good life coaches? And I was like, yeah, me. (laughs) <laughs> Even though I, I I don't like that term life coach, I just feel it's like overdone and I don't think of myself as that. We came up with another term, the cosmic pathway. And the whole purpose of this is to help you break out of any unhealthy cycles. We have these cycles. You, we've talked about the moon cycle classes and it takes the moon 28 days to cycle through the zodiac and these These cycles is where we create our habits. And these habits are reinforced through each and every cycle as the planets hit the planets in our astrological code over and over again. As the moon does that each and every month, it sort of hammers in these patterns and habits that we have in our life. And so what I do is help people break out of these unhealthy cycles and recreate new cycles that are more in accordance with your astrological code and following the rhythm of the planets and stars. So this is something you're going to be offering on like a weekly basis. You pay per month and it's like you meet every week, just like you would a therapist, essentially. Yes. Though I'm not a therapist, though a lot of my clients say, you're like a therapist. I I do feel like you're like my personal (laughs) therapist or life coach or whatever you want to call it. Yes. I can attest to the transformation that he's created in my life. Mm. You know, we meet every week and yeah. <laughs> look at me. I'm still here, guys. I'm still here and I'm hanging on by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm hanging on by a few threads. No, absolutely. A large improvement. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you. I'm coming into my North Node. Yes. That's the whole purpose. That's the cosmic pathway is, is, being there to encourage you to follow your north node, your soul's purpose. And what does that mean? 
what are the tools that I can use to put myself into that frequency, to break myself out of those old habits and recreate new habits that are very foreign to what I'm used to because I've spent my whole life living in my south node. So this is me living in my north node, merging with other people and helping them find their way. Yeah, so if anybody's interested, go to the website and he has a wait list for taking clients interested in meeting on a regular basis to really have some personal growth happen and some breakthroughs. Yes. Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for people to sign up for it. Yeah, it's fun. Powerful work. I've already been working with several clients, but I haven't really announced it. But it's a joy. It's a joy. It's a lot of fun for me to do. Yeah, Scott likes to go deep. Yes. He doesn't want to just dip his toe in. He's like, I want to be a part of your life. Exactly. I remember telling my first client in this, I was like, there's nothing that you can't share with me. There's nothing that I'm going to be like, oh, that's too personal or whatever. And it's like, no, tell me everything. I want to know it all. I know. I said the other day, I was like, oh, I have secrets. And Scott was like, from me? I was like, no, Scott, of course I don't have secrets from you. Yes. But I take care of those secrets. Like a good yeah. little Scorpio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So shall we get into the week? Yes. Yes, let's do it. I feel like this week is hopefully a calmer week. I mean, I feel like it's like the calm before the storm as, you know, the storm that's looming off of off of the coast between Saturn and Uranus that are that are in a collision course with each other. They're going to collide right around christmas oh my god and they're already starting to collide right now but i think i might be feeling these collisions i'm feeling a little destabilized last week yes it's intense it's it's intense and it is destabilizing because it's meant to shake you at your core because we have to transform fuck that's exactly what's happening damn it yes i feel like i cried my head off like Mm. (laughs) you know i just went into like such a black hole it was like two weeks ago i got sad and then i felt like it kind of lifted and then it kind of really came back Mm -hmm. and yeah it really is a revolution of the mind the transformation that we have to go through when we're shedding these old ideas of what we might have thought we wanted what we envision for ourselves, how scary it is to come into a new version. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. And now I've got to reinvent myself. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 In terms of like career, in terms of relationships, (laughs) expectations that we invent for our future that totally that don't match us anymore, or we don't even know where they came from originally. We just, they just are there for as long as we can remember. And Mm -hmm. so I think last week we talked about reimagining the dream Mm -hmm. and that's what last week was for me. It was reimagining the dream. Like what is something that I just adopted from living in society and what is a dream that I actually have and want to strive towards. Mm -hmm. So really paying attention to where our mind goes in these dark places and figuring out what is ours and what is, you know, society is, version of us or our friends or our family's version of us and yeah deciding what we want well we're gonna continue driving through these dark places as we begin the week this is the week of december 6th through the 12th and we're driving through that darkness because on monday december 6th we're looking at mars the planet of action the planet that represents drive and movement the god of war 
in the deepest, darkest, most passionate sign, Scorpio. Mars is the planetary ruler of Scorpio, and and this is the final push this week. Next week, Mars is going to move into Sagittarius, join Mercury and the Sun, and blaze its trail. But this week... This is the last week of big Scorpio energy. mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, Mars moving into a new sign that's like aggressive. It's it, yeah, it's intense. It's intense. Whenever a planet moves from one sign to the next, it's it's like a pop. It's like popping the champagne cork, or it's a shift. And so, as it gets closer and closer to that edge, it intensifies. And so, Monday is a day of intense transformation because Mars is connecting to Pluto. The other planetary ruler of Scorpio, Pluto's the god of death, the planet of transformation, and Pluto is in Capricorn, the sign of authority and achievement and hard work, responsibility. So Scorpio, karmic bonds, magic. Who are you sharing your magic with? Who are you driving towards? Who are you attracting towards you and how are they transforming you how are you being transformed by these relationships are these relationships lifting you up are they raising your vibration i mean they're pushing my buttons that's for sure okay and i mean will you say there's like pluto in here which i always think of as like the god of death yes so it's like a death of the old way of doing things and that brings up i mean a lot of these last moment like secrets it's like whatever is lingering in there is having this push to get out like We can't be moving into this next season of like all the Sagittarius energy without getting, getting out all the shit, whatever is hiding, hiding under the surface has to come out or it's, you know, I've had a couple like, you know, or at least one explosion this week and some stuff that was lingering came out Mm -hmm. and I didn't think it needed to be said, but apparently it fucking did. Yeah. And we can't move into, we can't really enjoy this like go energy if there's some shit like holding us back mm-hmm. and that's like our baggage whatever is lingering back there we need to clear it out we need to say it so then when we get into the Sagittarius season like in the heart of it you can like move forward like that blunt honesty isn't gonna like burn the house down like you keep saying it's like a, a controlled burn we already talked about it we got that stuff out of the way and now we can move forward in a new positive direction so these people that are pushing your buttons are you bonding further with them are you are you severing the ties? If you're bonding further with them, are are they Ooh. respecting your authority now? I mean, I guess a bit of both. It's like severing whatever old ties we had and kind of building the bond in a new way. Like when you speak your truth and someone is receptive to it, it shifts the dynamic of the relationship. You didn't necessarily burn it down, but you did burn down an old version of it that you don't like. Okay, yeah, I dig that. And I like I like that more than... I'm not one to just cut ties with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I kind of have when it's really not serving me. But if there's something good in somebody and there's value in the relationship, it's really hard just to throw that away. So figuring out how to rework things to where it is serving you. Yeah, well, a relationship is an investment. And so if you've invested a lot of time and energy in a relationship, you don't want to really just burn it all down. But if you're not getting a return on your investment and you're constantly being taxed and drained by the person that you've invested in, then maybe it needs to end. Yeah. I guess just really paying attention. Like, can it be salvaged? Can you move forward? 
in a positive direction or is it just not serving you at all? Because those are both possibilities. Yeah, I guess, you know, if you feel like it needs to end, by the time you get to that point, hopefully you've had a very clear conversation with this other person that just like you would if somebody owed you money. It's like, you owe me money, so you need to pay me. Give it to me. Or, yeah, or there's going to be repercussions. It's the same energetically when you're in an energetic exchange with another person. You know, in part of my relationships, I think burn down part of it and there's some room for growth there and then I have had one relationship fall away mm-hmm. and it did come out earlier in the season and there was some conversations about it so it doesn't feel sudden mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel harsh but I do think that that yeah that burning burning all the dead brush is mm-hmm. very relevant right now yes Tuesday December 7th we're looking at Mars again so Mars the god of war is connecting to Jupiter, the god of thunder. Oh, shit. Jupiter is in Aquarius, which is fixed air, which squares off with Mars in Scorpio, which is fixed water. This is a very intense alignment. There's another intense alignment occurring today, which is Mercury, the messenger of the gods, in Sagittarius, squaring off with Neptune, the god of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, Deception, compassion, and intuition in Pisces, the sign of dreams and the unconscious. So what I kind of see here... Tell me. Okay, so Mercury and Sagittarius, it's like communication and being direct and honest is in an uncomfortable alignment with Neptune and Pisces. Neptune and Pisces are really healing. So it's like if you can be blunt and honest and direct in your communication, though it is uncomfortable... It is going to create a lot of healing in your subconscious. Yeah. With Mercury and Sagittarius, yes, you're right. It, in order to heal, you have to be honest. The challenge with this alignment, because it is a square, Sagittarius is mutable fire, Pisces is mutable water, water extinguishes fire, fire boils water. So how can you be honest while at the same time being compassionate? I see. The honesty needs to come out in order for the healing to happen. You just don't want to be too harsh about it. Right. Yeah. And that's the challenge is if you have allowed something to fester for (laughs) too long, you might be spitting fire at somebody and they might not be prepared for it. And they're not going to be very receptive. Exactly. Fuck. That's so hard. It is. This is the last, this last push. Mm -hmm. So yeah. How, how do you do that? planning out the conversation in advance, you know, thinking about what you want to say before you say it. So it doesn't just come out in a moment that you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. And also like maybe nurturing yourself. Yes. That's what it's about being compassionate with yourself and being patient with yourself. You know, it's important to remember that one of the key notes of Sagittarius is patience. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. It's patience and it, it seems odd for Sagittarius because it's a mutable sign and mutable signs are stimulating and they've got so much going on at once and it can be really scattered. But when you think of the archer, you got to collect yourself. When the, yeah. It, it, the archer, think of Robin Hood in the middle of the forest, pulling back on that bow, holding the arrow, waiting for the right moment, breathing and letting it go. Like, if if he's all flustered in the forest and, like, making all kinds of noise, he's going to be seen. 
and whatever you're hunting is going to run off or come and attack you. So part of this energy is, is how can I be honest with myself in a compassionate way? How can I be honest with myself in a compassionate way? And sometimes we're afraid to be honest with ourselves because we're so hard on ourselves. And so we hide from what it is we're truly experiencing. Oh man, the conversations with ourselves are so difficult. It's easy to have a conversation with someone else. There's like this external stimulation, but like to go inside, it's so easy to busy ourselves with our life and our, you know, our errands and our work and our friends and like not check in and really do the work to figure out what the real issue is underneath. Like, how are you supposed to express it to somebody else if you don't even know what the fuck is going on in there? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then when it comes out and you're not really sitting in your psyche and figuring out what it is, it might come out in a weird way or it might actually come out, but not in the way that you would have hoped because you didn't take the time to sit with it first and be like, okay, this is how I want to articulate what I'm going through. This is the issue. This is, you know, my responsibility in the issue. And this is why I want to share it with this person. Yes. That thoughtfulness behind the message is how you deliver it compassionately. Yes. Awesome. So now Mars and Jupiter. Oh my gosh. There's another half. Yeah. Another square. The God of war and the God of thunder squaring off with each other. There's something going on here with the community and karmic bonds. Maybe it's a big idea. Maybe it's a big idea you have with somebody that you're bonded to. Mm. Maybe it's how are you sharing your magic in the community? Are you being respected for your innovative mind and your originality? There's some sort of conflict going on here. How can you act with passion while also maintaining a logical outlook? The Aquarius energy. And Jupiter's the outlook. What is beyond our present reality? So you're passionate. You're acting with passion, but you're maintaining a logical outlook. It starts with the other alignment where you're really checking in and you know what you want to express first, really figuring out what the issue is. So then when you express it to the community, you're doing it in a thoughtful way. Like you're, you're using your logic, crossing those two alignments where it's like, if you tap into the logic, people are also going to be able to understand you more and you're going to be more grounded. Like you can still be passionate with your logic, but logic goes a long way when, when you're trying to get an idea across. Yes. Yes. Have passion, but don't go off half cocked where it's like, people are like, that guy's out of his mind. What is that guy I was listening to today that I was trying to share with you? Jordan Peterson. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. really love his delivery. Mm. He's really intelligent and he stays calm no matter what the circumstance. It feels like if more people could stay grounded and logical in their explanations, more people would be able to hear their message where it's like we get so worked up. It's really hard to hear what the other person is saying sometimes or to even express ourselves in an articulate way. I should look up where the planets were when he was born. Yeah, I'm curious. I just wish my I wish I could be as articulate as him in moments of conflict because he's just constantly being attacked for his for his views on things. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he says he's like, oh, I don't like conflict. This just happens to be part of my work. But I think he's really good at conflict, and I admire that in him. Well, he seems very level-headed. Yeah, very level-headed and, and logical. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I wonder if he's got some Aquarius energy going on there. Yeah, people really hate his perspective. 
He's, he seems very hated, but I'm... <laughs> well, he's got, like, I don't know, millions of followers on Instagram, so some I'm people like, a, like him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of like him, and I think I'm just... I'm, like, impressed with just his... Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his persona and the way he articulates himself is so impressive to me. Yes. I feel like that's something I strive for because I'm so emotional. It's like, I, you know, I always love the Aquarius energy because it's logic based and well, it makes and, grounds me in a way. And that's where your North node is. It's in Are you serious? Ingrid, can you get the book, the basics of astrology? <laughs> your North node is in the 11th house, which is associated with the 11th sign, which is Aquarius. I can't memorize my whole chart all the time. It's a lot. <laughs> I want you to memorize your chart like I know, you I need know to. your phone number. I don't even know my phone number, Scott. Come oh, on. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just what kidding. I, I do know it. I know it. <laughs> I also, I have memory issues. Give me a break. Is that in my chart? I don't know. I have to look now. I have to look and see. Wednesday... December 8th. This is a very positive alignment. We're looking at the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Sagittarius, connecting with the moon, the planet of emotions in Aquarius. So this is a fire-air connection. Air fuels fire. Fire raises the air. Very positive day of expressing your emotions in a logical manner, in a very blunt, truthful, honest, forthright but logical, you know, you can be blunt, but then detached. It's when that bluntness is connected to an emotional charge. That's when people get like freaked out about it because it feels like you attack them. Yeah. You attack them. But if it's logical, if it's detached because there's no emotional charge, now we can receive the information as fact. I mean, just in like a normal social interaction, maybe you were to come over and you were to be in a bad mood. I can either be like, hey, Scott, it seems like you're kind of off today. Like, what's going on with you? You you seem very irritated. What? No, no, you're <laughs> supposed to respond in a good way. Oh, yeah, because you're being detached <laughs> and logical. Or Yes, Ingrid. Yes. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, yeah, I could say that. <laughs> or I could be like, what the fuck, Scott? Why are you being such a dick whoa, right now? whoa. That's not cool. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> well, you you got both of the reactions wrong. <laughs> you, know, you get really defensive when someone's like, why are you being such a fucking asshole right now? It's just like, okay, if you can be logical and just kind of detach yourself from the situation and maybe ask a genuine question like, oh, why are you mad? Instead mm-hmm. of why are you being like this to me? You know, not taking things so personal and staying curious and honest and and grounded it's not really you know it's not usually about you not everything is about you like we 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 all have so much shit going on so like when we're in that bad mood or negative place it's probably not because of the person right next to you it's just your life circumstances so yes being logical about what the issue may be and being able to also take in someone's criticism i love it so the question today is how can you be logical in your self-expression detached in your emotions and logical in your emotions in order to express your truth thursday december 9th the moon has continued through aquarius and is now caught up to jupiter this is our first of three conjunctions this week these are gifts yeah it's a challenge, Ingrid. If you read the basics God of astrology, you would know it's a challenge. You can't say um, it every time. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to. 
Okay, I'm really out of sorts and I've forgotten everything. I'm sorry, Scott. Um, so, okay, so it's it's, but it does have gift like qualities because uh, I I don't like to just do a left or right approach. I mean, there's a gift in every challenge, and there's a challenge in every gift, and and this is this is a challenge because they're right on top of each other. So there's it's intense. It's it's a very powerful alignment. The moon is sitting on top of Jupiter and so expansion in our emotions. Yes. So it's expanding those logical detached emotions, expanding those logical detached emotions. I like that. Yes. Powerful feelings here. Maybe, maybe this means like, maybe this means that the self-expression of the emotions even though they're logical, they're very big. It's it's hard to miss. Like, how can you express emotions in a big way and just fill it up with all this logic, all the facts? I mean, just because something is logical doesn't mean it's not going to maybe like hurt your feelings or make you feel a certain way. Like you, you're going to be able to receive a message better when someone is more logical instead of emotional, but you're still going to be affected emotionally by whatever someone's expressing to you. Yes. I'm just getting a visual of somebody showing up at your doorstep with a wheelbarrow full of facts and just dumping it on your doorstep. I feel like that's what happened to me last week. I feel like a friend shared something with me that felt really heavy for me. Yeah. And it sent me on like... Yeah, it just made me really sad, and I had, like, a lot of emotion behind it, even though what they shared with me wasn't meant to make me feel any certain way. It was just sharing some facts. It was sharing facts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sharing the facts. That's right. You talked about that last week. That's right. They dumped off a wheelbarrow full of facts, and you're like, okay. I was like, fuck, I was not prepared for this. And they they weren't sure why you were so sad about it, too, because it's like, I'm just sharing the facts. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm a Cancer Moon, so I'm still going to cry. (laughs) I know, I'm going to cry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Friday, December 10th, our second conjunction of the week. The moon has moved on to Pisces. Oh, great. The compassionate (laughs) sign, Ingrid, there's... Why are you frowning about Pisces? I don't know. I thought it was going to be sad. The emotions in Pisces, there's just like more feeling. Well, I think there's a reason why Pisces comes directly after yeah. Aquarius. Because yeah. okay, it's, you're right. it's that balance. It's that ebb and flow. It's like we haven't been feeling anything. We've been very fact-based. We've been detached and focusing on just a logical approach to everything. But now that we've gone through that, now we have to feel. Yeah, we have to process. We have to process this information. Yeah, that makes sense. And in processing that information, it can feel like a lot. It can feel like a weight. And so when the moon is in Pisces, we intuitively feel what everyone else around us is feeling. And it's very different from that Aquarius nature. It's just like you breathe in, you breathe out. The sun goes up. The sun goes down. The tide rolls in. The tide rolls out. We go from Aquarius to Pisces. It's so like that. (laughs) Now, well, thinking back to my experience last week, it was really like the first couple days I was like, oh, okay. I'm like taking in all these facts and I'm like thinking about them and researching them. And then only after a couple days was I like, oh, 
this information has a lot of like emotional weight for me. It was heavy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. only after I like started to process it emotionally, did it become heavy because first it was like more like the logic part of my brain. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I understand. And then it sits with you and you're like, oh, I understood it mentally, but now I'm understanding it spiritually. Yeah. And it's a different level. Yeah. And so the gift and the challenge of this alignment is the moon is conjunct with Neptune. So that creates greater feeling, but deeper emotions. And it's important to remember during this frequency is think of the anxiety that you're having about the weight of the emotions that you're feeling. And then lie back and breathe and think of the universe. You are connected to it. And there's a higher power out there, whatever it is that is to you. And this is the time for you to connect to that higher power and release that anxiety to the higher power and saying, this is an incredible weight. I can't carry it. Whatever's out there that's a higher power, can you carry it for me or help me carry this, please? Dude, it's, this just like mirrors the, like, this experience that I've been going through so well. Tell me, yeah. You know, there was the wash of emotions and it was really sad, but also I was like, wow, I just am like thinking about things in such a different way. Like this all just feels so heavy, but it just feels like bigger than me. And maybe just think about, you know, everyone I'm in relationship with, all of the people I come in contact with, like the the community as a whole and what everyone else is struggling with and how heavy it is for everybody. Like we all have these issues and it's all very upsetting. Mm -hmm. And it's not just me by myself, like crying in my room. It's, It's bigger than that. Yes. Yes. This is also an important time to bring up. I've heard other people say that we're in the age of Aquarius and I have to disagree. We're in the Piscean age still and we're not yet in the age of Aquarius. That's why you see so much levels of fantasy around and people like to say that, oh, it's the age of Aquarius because look at the technology. Um, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm not that blown away by the technology that we have on planet earth right now it's it's cool yeah my tv is a phone too yeah that's cool but is that really like high tech it's what's going to impress you (laughs) it's beyond my comprehension and it's beyond the comprehension of anyone who's living and breathing on in this planet right now okay And I think that if we were to see the true technologies that will come to pass when it's the age of Aquarius, it would melt our brains. We wouldn't be able to comprehend. It's like trying to show somebody who lived in the 1800s a cell phone. They wouldn't understand what that meant. And that's how far we are from that. And so, but the point is, and the reason why it is the age of Pisces is because of so much deception. You're not sure what is real on the TV, what's real on the screen. Ingrid and I got into a big argument a couple months ago. About what? Because Ingrid, (laughs) I showed her a TikTok video of Tom Cruise hitting golf balls. And I'm like, that's not Tom Cruise. She's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, no, haven't you heard of this deep fake? She's like, what's so unbelievable about Tom Cruise hitting some golf balls on a TikTok? I'm like, Tom Cruise doesn't have a TikTok. He's not 17 years old. He's like 60. And he's already a big star. He's not doing this TikTok stuff. But you were adamant that it was Tom Cruise. Cruise. And then I found the video on YouTube 
that showed how these guys made this all these deep fake videos with this guy pretending to be Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And they literally took Tom Cruise's face and put it on this other guy's face and it looks exactly like Tom Cruise. And that's the age that we're living in. Deception, illusion, fantasy. What is this? The purpose I mean, of this? I mean, we even have like all these filters on like Instagram. It's like, that's not what my face looks like. I'm tired and hungover and I look like shit. But now I have like, you know, pigtails and a face tattoo. And my skin looks perfect. <laughs> Well, how soon is it going to be till you can be Tom Cruise on your app or your phone or whatever? The point is, is that this is all drawing us deeper into the dream. And what we need to be doing is going into our unconscious and facing our own fake shit. Yes. Our own deep fake. Yes. Yes. Taking off our masks. And this is a day to do that. This is a day to do that. Moving on, Ingrid. Oh, I wanted to say one more yeah, thing. Yeah, say, say. Well, this is me. like a lot of water energy. So yeah. like maybe taking a bath, a shower, you know, the ocean, crying, mm-hmm. any or all of the above. I like this is you, you're putting on some, some jazz music. I hate jazz. Okay. You're putting <laughs> on Chopin. Okay. And you're getting in the tub and you're pouring yourself a very... Small glass of wine. These are all Pisces themes right here. Alcohol, but not too much. We're not going to overdo it. But just something that draws you into the dream state. Music. That's Mm -hmm. Pisces. Music. It draws you into the dream state. So something that maybe it's like the Reiki type music, you know, the 432 hertz. It's like... I've been listening to Light Conductor. mm -hmm. It's very like weird, meditative, but kind of dark. Hmm. And it's just like this kind of soundscape and that feels very, very Piscean. Some weird like, you know, diving into the depths of your... Unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome, Ingrid. Moving on to Saturday, December 11th. What do you see, Ingrid? Oh my God, so much shit. (laughs) Damn. Okay. There's six planets. So one, two, three, four, five out of the six we've already highlighted this week. There's the sun in Sagittarius. Light, life, and vitality in the sign of blunt honesty. Yes. Connecting to the planet that we were talking about yesterday along with the moon, but not the moon. What's the other planet? Neptune and Pisces. Neptune and Pisces, yes. So this is... Illusion in the subconscious? That's Pisces. That's uh, Neptune. Neptune and Pisces. But what what I was... alluding to I guess or drawing you to was the sun is where Mercury was back on Tuesday so now the sun is trailing Mercury a few weeks ago it was Mercury that was hitting all the planets that the sun was connecting to but now Mercury has moved past the sun and the sun is following Mercury's trail so on Tuesday Mercury was connecting to Neptune and that's when we were talking about being honest with yourself, taking an honest look within your unconscious and communicating bluntly and with honesty, but also with compassion. Okay. And so now it's the sun connecting with Neptune. So it's like living that. Like... It's, yes, it's a self-expression. It's, it's your identity. And how can you show up real, honest, it's more like integrating whatever you had practiced on Tuesday, mm-hmm. it's like becoming part of who you are instead of like a practice of 
embodying it. Mm-hmm. It's like you're showing up honest, but also with a clear unconscious. Ooh, a clear unconscious. A clear unconscious. Holy shit, that's a concept. Yes, yes. Then there's Mercury. We're talking about Mercury today, and Mercury is connecting to Jupiter, the god of thunder. So the planet of communication with the planet of expansion, because you are embodying that honesty, that truthfulness in your outlook, in your philosophical view, and you're showing yourself compassion, now you can speak in an expanded way. You can speak out. You can speak truthful. Jupiter is the planetary ruler of Sagittarius. And Mercury is in Sagittarius. So we're spitting honesty today. It's going to come out. It's going to flow. It's going to feel easy to do that, but your identity is uncomfortable to move into that new part of yourself. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's going to be easy to express yourself, but like to really integrate it into your body and be like, this is who I am now. That's like a whole nother process. Integrating it into your unconscious, integrating it into your, your psyche. I mean, that's just kind of like, You start a new habit and it takes practice for it to really feel natural to you. Speaking your truth and being like, wow, I can't believe I really said that. It's what I mean. It's what I need to say. (laughs) But I was afraid to say it Mm -hmm. before today. Yeah. So what are you holding back that you would like to express so that you can really look forward and say, yes, I can go there. I believe in myself. I have faith in myself that I can go from here to there. How do I do that? Well, I got to speak it first. Well, also, I see Capricorn on here. Yes. And that's about climbing to the top of the mountain, like the achievement and all the little steps you have to take along the way to achieve your goal, whatever that may be. Exactly. This is the alignment that's grounding us. This is Venus, the planet of relationships, and Pluto the planet of transformation. This is just so crazy. It's like if you can take that baby step, you take that first practice step of saying what you mean. You know, that's scary to step into this new version of yourself. But it's like once you accomplish that, then you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You can see the goal at the top of the mountain and be like, I can get there because I just did this one thing. And all I have to do is keep doing that and I will get to where I want to be in my relationships. Yes. Step one, honest compassion. Step two, Speaking your truth. Step three, taking that step. Taking that step to transform your relationship. If you are speaking your truth, your relationships are going to transform. And if you're speaking your truth and showing yourself compassion, you're also establishing greater authority in your close personal relationships. Oh my God. That doesn't mean that you're, you know, a dick and you're being a boss to people and like putting other people down. But it's like, no, I'm respecting myself. And when I respect myself, other people respect me as well. When you think of like a strong leader, you don't think of some like tyrant going around being like you said, like a dick to everybody. It's like that person is able to delegate things, give people feedback, be really honest, ask for what they need in a way that is lifting everyone up. It's not meant to put other people down. You can be expressing yourself and people can be receptive to whatever you're saying. That That is a possibility. You can... Have a full expression of yourself and people accept you for who you are. Yes. Yes. And also respect you for it. Amazing. Sunday, December 12th, our third and final conjunction of the week. 
the moon has transited into Aries, where it is in conjunction with Chiron, the wound, and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. So we've risen up, we've created this transformation. Now it's time to heal the wound to our self-confidence as it's rooted in our emotions. How can you heal the wound to your self-confidence as it's rooted in your emotions? Where does it come from? What's the origin of your pain? What's the origin of your fear? I was going to say fear, but... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the origin of the fear, that's like even deeper. I mean, I guess... I would say the fear of looking stupid or people not accepting you. And where does that come from? And you don't have to be specific here, of course, but like just thinking about that first moment when you felt humiliated. Yeah. Who was that? Where were you? How did you feel afterwards? How did you treat yourself mentally afterwards? Were you kind to yourself? Were you nurturing to yourself? Or did you say, you're so dumb, you're so stupid? I think most people end up, you know, talking badly of themselves when you get humiliated. Like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? I should have kept it to myself. And then in turn, they end up hiding parts of themselves forever because they don't want to feel that humiliation again. Mm -hmm. But it's like only through this practice of expressing ourselves in an honest way, can we heal this wound? Yes. Because this is not a way to live in the fear and in the past. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's really sad. Yes. That's really sad to think about people like hiding, hiding themselves for fear of like not being accepted. And Aries is the most unhidden sign. It's the sign of authenticity. It's the sign that rules the head. All of this feels so reflective of like what I was sharing about, like my friend having a secret that he shared with Mm me. And I feel like part of it was him not feeling okay to express himself in the world and hiding, Mm -hmm. hiding this version of himself that he doesn't want anyone to see. Yes. And that feels really sad. Mm-hmm. He's not meant to hiding who he is. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing is just very upsetting. And it feels like, yeah, if you can start to heal that wound to your self-confidence and realize that you can be kind to yourself and remember those memories of humiliation and have compassion for just being a kid mm-hmm. and, you know, other people just not knowing how to deal with life and just being mean and cruel and You know, undoing that because like we're not little kids anymore and people aren't going to treat you like that anymore. Yes. You you can be accepted for who you are. Yes. Yes. So it starts here by nurturing yourself, nurturing your self-esteem by showing yourself love. And when you show yourself love, then you're willing to stand up for yourself. Then you're willing to be courageous. You're willing to say people are making fun of me. No, I don't accept that. Or it does not bother me. Yeah, I had a friend. There was like this whole issue online. And then everyone was making fun of me because I like wasn't wearing enough clothes and my hair looked really crazy and stupid. And like for some reason, the comments didn't really bother me, but they bothered her Mm. that like people were like talking shit about me. I have healed the wound to my self-confidence because I really don't give a shit what anybody says. I'm like, yeah, my hair does look stupid because I didn't brush it. I don't care what anybody thinks about me because I like myself. Yes. You love yourself. Yeah. The funny thing is, is they took that post down. Too bad. I kind of liked it. They tried to shame you. They tried to make you into a pariah. And you're like, no, that's not me. Sorry about your luck, guys. Yeah. (laughs) You picked on the wrong person, actually. So 
I mean, the whole video started with someone trying to pick on me to begin with, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to back down, and then someone videoed it. Yep. And then they put it online, so then it could, like, continue. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I still didn't back down. And, you know, I guess that moment was really scary for me where I was like, oh, do I out myself in this video? Like, am I going to be, like, humiliated? Which people did try to humiliate me, but I guess if you're just not humiliated, then it can't work. (laughs) You were hilarious when you went down into the comments and started commenting on people that were hating on you. It was hilarious. I know. I think I did a good job (laughs) of, like, deflecting the the intensity of it. It's like they couldn't make fun of you anymore. It's like it didn't work. (laughs) It was definitely a highlight. I think maybe that was, like, maybe a moment that, you know, I had a lot of fear in anticipation of, yeah, not being accepted. Mm-hmm. And actually, in turn, I lost a friendship out of this mm-hmm. situation. And, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> but that's the boundaries of Aries right there. Aries is about boundaries. We started the the week talking about Mars. Mars is the planetary ruler of Scorpio. No boundaries. And Aries, all boundaries. So when you have that self-love... If somebody's disrespecting that, back the fuck off. You can't come close to me now because you've disrespected me. And that's the boundary. And it's with love. It's it's not out of fear or anger. It's love for self. It's so true. That video sparked a chain of events in my life of me showing up in a more authentic way and also clearing out some of my friendships in a way that weren't accepting me for who I was. Yep. And it was scary at first, but in the end, I didn't clear these relationships out out of anger or anything. It was just out of love for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to just be myself. And if somebody doesn't like me, well, then, okay. Right on. Fine with me. I don't (laughs) have to tell you. I'm not going to change for you. Yes. This is just who I am. Yep. Love it or leave it. Or I'll leave you if you don't love me. Either way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome, Ingrid. That feels like the culmination of my life right now was in that week. Yes. Well, if you guys want to buy this astrology book. The Ingrid has not been using. I have read it a lot of times. <laughs> That's quite a plug. She's read it so many times, but then doesn't know. Well, you know a lot, Ingrid. You're always quizzing me. I know. I put you on the spot, so it's tough. If I get put on the spot, I freeze too, so no worries. <laughs> you know so much more than you ever knew before, and you're not 100% today. I'm in the clouds. You're in the clouds. But. But. There was this something good. What was it? Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind today. <laughs> it was something good. Well, it's been great chatting with oh, you. I, re- I remember. Okay, good. It wasn't even that great. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, now I consider myself kind of like a baby astrologer. Yeah. And even though we've been talking for so long, like the last like year and a half every week, in helping you with this book, I learned so much. Like I really learned so much and I understand so much more about like what is happening when you're talking about it. Even just the visuals of me being able to look at it and get a sense of what is happening in the day just by seeing the pictures and the colors. Yeah. It's really been a transformation for me. Insane. I love it. I mean, it's, it has been a huge transformation for you I mean, the fact that you can look at these symbols and tell me what they are is amazing. One thing that I see, like the biggest change in you since the beginning, is in the beginning, it seemed like every episode you were, I'd say something and you'd 
cross your eyes and like pass out from confusion. I know. And now you, oh <laughs> and now you don't do that anymore. You're not crossing your eyes and <laughs> rolling them back in your head and like falling over. Like you're going to pass out because I just said Neptune and Pluto too many times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is a language. And like, once you start to learn the language, I mean, it was just exhausting for me. Every, every episode you would look was exhausted. You look like you just ran <laughs> it was just 10 miles. Yeah. Just so much information to process and then respond thoughtfully and like integrate it into what I'm going through. It just felt like, I guess, deep work and also just so much new information to process. And now I feel like I've, yeah, I've kind of learned the basics mm -hmm. and now I'm able to communicate about it without having to like access like go through and access the files in my brain and like <laughs> look through them i'm just like oh that's aries and it's like fire and yes it hits different when you don't have to translate it well that's what the book's about it's it's visual it's about seeing the symbols so that you're not just thinking about a word yeah it really really helps when i'm not just thinking about a word when i can see the image it just feels like it's more integrated into my psyche mm -hmm. exactly awesome ingrid it is awesome Yes. I'm so pumped. So awesome. the book is like $10. It's $9.99. I, know, I knew you were going to say that. It's $9.99. <laughs> it's not $10. It's $9.99. It's a magical number. It's a magical number. It's $9.99. So go get the book so you can follow along with us and then learn the language of astrology together. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.